Hey guys, welcome to the Clean Simple Free Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Fox. This podcast relies on listener support in order to stay on the air. So I'd like to thank Clean Simple Free's newest supporters by giving a shout out to Chloe S. and Miranda P. Thank you for your contributions to sustain and grow this podcast. It means everything to me because it ensures a continued production of future episodes. If you are a listener who would like to keep hearing new episodes, click the link in the show notes to support this podcast starting at just 99 cents per month. Today's episode is about sustainable gift wrap and minimal Christmas gift suggestions. Stick around. Well, it's that time of year. The holidays are upon us. This Sunday is Halloween, which is the kickoff to the rest of the holiday season, for me at least. And before you know it, we'll all be shopping for our loved ones for Christmas. So today's episode is about sustainable gift wrap ideas and minimalist gift giving suggestions so that you can provide your loved ones with useful items that won't create clutter. Of course, you and your family may agree to forego gifts and just spend time together, but if your family's like mine, they'll insist on a gift exchange. And exchanging presents can be a really fun, enjoyable experience, and you can do it in a way that is still minimal. Let's start by talking about the gift wrap. A lot of gift wrap can't be recycled. Not a lot of people know that, but if wrapping paper is really high gloss or has glitter, a metallic finish, flocking, or any other embellishments, it cannot be recycled at the recycling plant. Ribbons can't be recycled, and actually they wreak havoc on recycling machines because they get wrapped around the moving parts, the whole machine has to be shut down so it can be removed, it's a whole big thing. Um, bows can't be recycled in a machine either, but they can be reused for the next holiday, so that's a bonus. Plain greeting cards can be recycled, but the ones on glossy or photo paper or ones that have glitter just have to be thrown away. So here are just a few suggestions for more eco-friendly ways to package your presents. Use sustainable gift wrap. If you're giving someone an item of clothing and an additional item, use the clothing as gift wrap. For example, if I bought someone a book and a scarf, I can wrap the scarf around the book, tie a bow around the package with twine, and have a unique presentation that creates less waste. You can also purchase upcycled gift wrap to use that's made out of fabric. Or if you happen to have lots of fabric laying around for craft projects, use some of that to wrap presents. Using fabric keeps a lot of paper out of the landfills. It's ridiculous how much gift wrapping paper that we go through at Christmas. You can also wrap presents in plain brown paper, or even better, cut up some brown paper grocery bags. This kind of paper is very easily recyclable, and you can repurpose any paper grocery bags that you have on hand into gift wrap. Just flip them on the other side so you can't see the store logo, and there's something so old-fashioned and quaint-looking about brown paper packages. I like it. Instead of gift bags, you can get creative and use wicker baskets, metal buckets that they can then use as a planter, or even reusable tote bags or grocery bags. That can be like a little bonus gift on the outside of the present. I don't know about you, but I love wicker baskets. I think they're so pretty, and I use them for organizing. Instead of using pre-made ribbons and bows, which are made of like a composite 
paper plastic thing and are hard to recycle, use dried or fresh flowers as the centerpiece to the gift package for a beautiful and sustainable alternative to a bow. You can get creative with this and use a bundle of mistletoe, some pine cones, herbs, whatever you'd like to use and make a pretty and natural gift presentation. Those are just a few of my go-tos that I love using that I wanted to share with you guys. Let's talk about presents, but first we'll take a quick break for a word from our sponsors. And welcome back to the episode, moving on to gifts. I've discussed some of these before, but it's a new year and I have brand new ideas, so let's dive in. Giving a donation to a charity in someone's name is a really wonderful, minimal, and sustainable gift idea. Choose a cause that they're passionate about, whether it's helping a local women's shelter or something to do with wildlife preservation. Give a donation to whatever cause you know they'd enjoy supporting. One year, an old friend of mine donated to the Canid Project, which is a wild fox rescue and rehabilitation project. I thought that was such a cool gift because this person knew that I didn't want any physical gifts, but yet they still wanted to remember me. So they helped rehabilitate little red and gray foxes by making a donation in my name. That was a really cool gift to me, so think about that. If you are going to give to a charity, charitynavigator.org is a great resource to see how well an organization's values align with your own, and you can see exactly what percentage of profits is used for a nonprofit organization's mission. For example, I like to support Defenders of Wildlife. They're a charity that helps protect native animals and plants in their natural communities. On Charity Navigator, if you type in their name, it will bring up a page with a four-star rating and tell you all these details about the organization, including their performance metrics, like how much of their donations go to the cause you're donating to, and how much is used on expenses like advertising and such. Defenders of Wildlife is rated really well, and because of their transparency in showing exactly where their money goes, I can donate to them with confidence. So yeah, Charity Navigator is a really helpful resource to use when you're donating to support a cause. This next category is one of my favorites because it applies to absolutely everybody on your list. Giving someone their favorite snack or favorite drink is an instant win, and since it's a consumable item, it creates no clutter, and you know they'll enjoy it because it's their favorite thing to eat or drink. For beverages, if someone is a coffee drinker, you can get them a bag of specialty coffee. You can always purchase beans or ground coffee from a local cafe for a pretty affordable price and support local businesses in that way while giving the gift of a new coffee for your loved one to try. You can also do the same with tea. A lot of cafes will also sell tea leaves. And if you have a wine aficionado in your family, you can always get their favorite bottle of wine or go to a local winery and purchase something new, or you can even look into purchasing a gift certificate for them to go to a wine tasting and gift them the experience at a local winery in addition to their favorite drink. If someone is really into craft beers, there are stores that sell brew your own beer kits where they can create their own beer. These are more unique gift ideas, but you can always just purchase their favorite beverage and give it to them. My grandpa really loves root beer and cream soda, so if I wrapped up a six-pack of his favorite root beer to go with anything else that I got him, that would be a great and clutter-free gift. For snacks, if someone is a chocolate lover, buying them a nice box of chocolates is the obvious choice. My father-in-law is this person. He loves chocolate so much. So for every year, in addition to whatever I get him, I always make sure to pick up a little box of chocolate. 
You can do the same thing for people who are partial to savory snacks. One year, I gave my fiance all the ingredients to make his own charcuterie board, specialty sausage, cheeses, olives, and so on, and he really enjoyed that. Wrap it all up and place it in a basket with tissue paper on top and you are set. No one will be disappointed to receive their favorite snack foods and there's no clutter left behind when everything's been eaten. Spa day and self-care supplies are very minimal to give because they are items that can be used up. I know someone who really loves candles. Soy candles, scented candles, tea lights, she loves it all, and she uses them every night when taking a bubble bath. So giving her a nice big candle and some bath salts or bubble bath is my go-to gift for her since it's something that I know she'll love and use. Things like charcoal face masks, body scrubs, handmade bar soaps, and lotions are all good ideas because the focus of this category is that these are things that can be used up instead of cluttering up your loved ones. I like to go to Etsy for things like candles and bar soaps because you can support local artists and then you can also give your loved ones something new and unique that they may not have tried before. Moving on from consumable items, think about things that your friends and family would use and enjoy on a regular basis. One thing I really love doing is getting things that make people comfortable when they're at home. There's nothing better than coming home after a long day at work, kicking off your shoes and getting into your comfy clothes and feeling comfortable. That's my favorite thing, so I really don't think you can go wrong with cozy things like comfy slippers, warm robes, or a high-quality blanket. My mother-in-law had her birthday this past weekend, and I bought her a weighted blanket. Those are supposed to reduce anxiety and promote restful sleep, and she has lots of cozy blankets at her house, but she did not have a weighted one. So I know this is a category of items that she likes, but she didn't have something quite like this. She already used it and fell in love with it, and I feel happy knowing that I gave her something that helps her sleep well and that she enjoys using. So think about things that you can give to enhance your loved one's lives when they're all cozied up at home after a long day. Nightlights, pajamas, slippers. Don't be afraid to ask if they need a new robe or whatever you might be considering giving for them. That way you're not gifting duplicates. You can always do gift cards, but in my family, that's kind of frowned upon because it's not fun to open, is what they say. But gift cards can be really useful so that your loved ones can use them up throughout the year. They may not need anything right now, but the gift card will come in handy later when they do. So if you're worried about the unimpressive presentation of a gift card, you can buy something very small to go with the gift certificate, like taping it to a box of their favorite tea or the box of chocolates. That way you're giving them a useful gift, but you don't feel bad about the presentation if that's something that's of concern to you. A really fun option is to give someone the gift of an event to look forward to going to. This would be things like concert tickets, movie tickets, whatever event you'd like to take them to or give them the opportunity to go to by themselves. This might not be the best idea at the moment because of COVID restrictions and how quickly event schedules can change, but it's something worth mentioning. To me, it sounds much more fun to enjoy the experience of hanging out with a friend at a concert and making memories with them rather than giving them a gift that they'll open and may or may not use. My next suggestion is things that help them cultivate their hobbies. A friend of mine really loves cooking and grilling and marinating. He's totally into all of that stuff. He has this big grill and uses it 
really every single time I've been to his house. I can't think of a time that we've been over there and he hasn't been using the grill. So when he had his birthday last month, I bought him a recipe book specifically for recipes that he can make on the grill and a jar of meat rub seasoning that looked like it would be good to try. Someone else I know frequently gives me canvases and paint and other art supplies, which I always need, and they always get used up. So giving someone gifts that is specific to their favorite hobby or interest is a wonderful and minimal gift idea. For kids, giving them something that can be used up like bubbles, new marker sets, and Play-Doh is a good idea. My sister-in-law is always asking for Play-Doh for her kids because they tend to leave the lids off and it gets dried out really quickly, so by giving them brand new craft supplies that they can use, it allows kids to express their creativity, and it's a less cluttered option than just giving them another toy that they'll probably get tired of in a short amount of time. Depending on the kid's age, you could even give them a craft that you can do together, like building a gingerbread house or something similar, so that you can bond with them and have an experience while building and using the gift. The running theme between all of these items is that they're useful, and half of them can be used up in a short amount of time. As exciting as it might be to give someone a really cool trinket that makes you think of them, gifts like that tend to mostly just add clutter. They're going to have to store it, display it, clean and dust it, and while I see nothing wrong with giving someone a gift that they can display, it can be difficult to decide if they'll really enjoy an item of clothing or a piece of decor. If you have people that have particular taste, it can be really difficult to shop for them. So these are all pretty reliable ways to make sure that you're giving your friends and family something that they'll love and use. The people on your gift list might not care about clutter, because if you're like me, most of the people you know are not minimalists. But I do think that clutter affects everyone on some level whether they realize it or not, and as people who live minimally, we probably gravitate towards giving useful gifts rather than simply wrapping up a non-functional, pretty thing to display. Hopefully this mini gift guide has given you some ideas to shop mindfully for the people in your life that you want to remember with a gift during the holidays. That wraps up this week's episode. I hope you all have a happy and safe Halloween. If you have suggestions for a topic you'd like to hear discussed on the show, drop me a message on Instagram at clean.simple.free or email me at clean.simple.free at gmail.com. This podcast relies on listener support to keep it going, so if you want to show your love for the show, consider donating a dollar by clicking the link in the episode description. Thanks so much for tuning in, and remember, clean spaces make for a more simple way of life, and when life is simplified, your mind will feel free. See you again soon!